Welcome to today's message by Pastor Tommy McMurtry of Liberty Baptist Church. Liberty Baptist Church is located in Rock Falls at 2002 Ninth Avenue, just across from the Dillon Grade School. Pastor Tommy would like to invite you to be a part of their Sunday services. The Sunday school hour is at 10 a.m., followed by their morning worship at 11 a.m., or their evening service at 6 p.m. They would also love to have you be a part of their midweek services on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We hope you will get a blessing this morning as Pastor Tommy brings you a message from the Word of God. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I'm Pastor Tommy McMurtry of the Liberty Baptist Church. We appreciate you tuning in this morning. We hope to be a blessing to you. Hope you have a great Sunday today. This is the final Sunday before Christmas, and we do want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. And so I hope you will uh, remember Jesus Christ this time of year. We sometimes, it's supposed to be all about Him, but we get all caught up in everything else, and we forget about Him. And I do hope you will take time to remember uh, our Lord and what this time is all about. It's good tradition we've always done read the christmas story on christmas morning remind your family what it's all about it's sad how many children today and even adults but children especially today who do not know the christmas story it really is sad and that should not be the case it really shouldn't and so i hope that uh, you will do that and i just want to take a few minutes right now though to just give you a little bit of Holiday humor, of course, this time of year, one good thing about it, people, a lot of times, they get a little more generous, and they think about, you know, giving and being a blessing uh, to those who are in need, maybe someone who is uh, poor or homeless, or maybe those who are sick, and it reminds me of a story that I read, little Bob went with his mom to church every Sunday. One morning, in the middle of the service, Bob complained that he was feeling a bit queasy, and he was afraid he was going to puke. No problem, dear, whispered his mother in his ear. Just head over to the bathroom on the other side of the church and take care of it there. Thirty seconds later, Bob came back. Did you go to the bathroom, questioned his mom. No need, responded Bob. Right outside the door was a big box with a sign next to it that said, For the sick, I just did it in there. Oh, how disgusting. Well, anyway, I thought it was funny. I always like a good story. Uh, about somebody throwing up it's it's funny but anyway just before christmas uh this is a question here just before christmas an honest politician a generous lawyer and santa claus were riding in the elevator of a very very fancy hotel just before the doors opened they all noticed a 20 dollar bill lying on the floor which one picked it up let you think about it for a second well santa of course the other two don't exist Oh, anyway, well, those were awfully lame today. Well, hopefully the message this morning will be a little bit better. I want to read a passage of Scripture to you from Matthew chapter 18. And uh, you might think, what does this have to do with Christmas? And I want to try to see if I can't get you, I want to get you thinking a little bit this morning. I want to see if I can get you to maybe even change your mindset a little bit with how you look at certain things. But Matthew chapter 18, verse 1, it says, At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them. 
and said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whosoever shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. And right here we see in this passage a little bit about what the Lord thinks about children. We see a little bit how he feels about someone who offends a little child. You'd be better off being dead. And that you might think that's strong language, but that came from Jesus himself. That's how he feels about it. Therefore, it is true. But notice also how he uh, emphasizes receiving children. You may remember the story when the children were brought to Jesus and the disciples rebuked the parents. And Jesus, he rebuked the disciples and he said, Suffer little children to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And one thing that we see multiple times in the Bible is how we are told to be like children. And so what I want to talk about this morning is how we can be like children, especially at Christmas. There's a lot that we can learn from children. In fact, according to the Word of God, the Bible says, you know, to be saved, we have to become like a little child. You know, the reason many of you out there listening today are going to die and go to hell is because you've never had the faith of a little child. Some of you out there, you're trusting in your good works. You know where your good works are going to get you? They're going to get you cast into the lake of fire. Some of you out there, you think that the plan of salvation is just too simple. You must have to do some good thing to be able to be saved just believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. You think that's too simple? Well, let me tell you something. Until you become like a little child and have that faith of a little child, you will go to hell. And so I hope you you know, don't take that the wrong way, but it's just true. It's what the Bible teaches. And we need to learn from the little children. And we've told that multiple times in the Bible. So how can we be like children at Christmas? Because you know, this is especially an exciting time of year for Christmas. Some of you, even when, when you were a child, I mean, some of you biggest grumps out there today, when you were a little child, boy, you loved Christmas, you were excited about Christmas, and you know, maybe now you're a Scrooge because you felt like Santa Claus didn't get you what you wanted one year. But hopefully you've gotten over that. But one thing that we need to do, a way we can be like a child at Christmas, is one, just have the faith of a child. Okay, Have the faith of a child. And what are you talking about? Well, have you ever noticed that a child isn't afraid to ask for things for Christmas? I mean, boy, you go to... you you. Get your children, your grandchildren, and you ask them, hey, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And boy, they'll rattle off a list real quick. I mean, sometimes they literally will make a list of things they want for Christmas. And you know what, kids, they don't think about, uh, they don't even worry about how much it costs. They don't, they don't worry about how much they're asking for, how hard it would be to get. I mean, they literally will ask for anything. Now, why do they do that? Well, they obviously believe there's a chance that they're going to get it. And you know, many Christians today, especially older Christians, we never ask God for anything. Now listen, I don't want to you know, advance this idea that Jesus is nothing more than a glorified Santa Claus out there that just you know, gives people whatever they want. But at the same time, we do see throughout the Scriptures the Lord encouraging us to ask for things. 
James chapter 4, verse 2 says, Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight in war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. You see, many people today, they are, they are fighting so hard for things, maybe even for just, you know, joy and peace, things like that. And they will do whatever the world tells them they need to do to have these things. They will do whatever the world tells them to do so they can live the American dream or whatever. But one thing people rarely do anymore is ask God. Go to Him in prayer and say, you know, Lord, help me. If people are having anxiety problems, they immediately go to a shrink. They immediately go to some doctor and ask for pills instead of maybe asking the Lord to help you with some of these things. Many of the battles we face, they are real spiritual battles. And you can drug yourself up and make yourself feel a little bit better. But you know what? How about asking the Lord to just deliver you from whatever it is? Ask the Lord to help you get through it. But people, they don't ask. They don't go to God in prayer. They don't go to their church prayer meetings and ask for prayer. They don't ask their other, their fellow believers to pray for them. You know why? Because they don't believe anything's going to happen. Well, you know what you need to do? You need to become like a little child and just start believing that the Lord will answer your prayers. Start believing that if you ask for something, He'll give it to you. You know why many of you out there are not saved and you're on your way to hell? is because you don't believe if you ask Jesus for that gift of salvation, He would give it to you. You don't believe it. You know, I say that I use this illustration all the time. You know, I've never been asked for a million dollars. You know why? Nobody thinks I will give it to them. And they would be right. But you know why many people don't ask Jesus Christ for salvation? They don't believe He will give it to them. But listen, He does have salvation. Jesus Christ is salvation. And He can give it to whoever asks. And you just need to have faith and just go ahead and ask. You know, a child, they expect to get what they ask for. Many times, boy, they're disappointed on Christmas if they don't get the things that they want. But many things that we pray for, we're not shocked at all if we don't get them. You know why? We never expected it. We never had faith Matthew 21, verse 22 says, And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Many people, they don't believe. There's many people that have asked for the gift of salvation that never got it. You know why? Because they didn't believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You do have to believe. Prayer is not magic words. Okay, But understand that if you have a believing heart and you pray and ask God to forgive you of your sins and to come into your heart and be your Savior, He will do that. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And that might be too simple for some of you folks out there. I talked to some members of a local cult one time, and they kind of mocked uh, the track that I had because the plan of salvation it was so easy, was so simple. And they recommended that I give it to someone that they knew that was much dumber than they were as far as uh, they were concerned. They said that she would be able to understand that because their way was too complicated for her. It went over her head. But understand, salvation, it is a simple thing. A little child could receive it. and it. But unfortunately... Adults sometimes struggle with it because they have no faith. And that's what Jesus meant when he said you need to be, you need to come as a little child. You know, a child too, they'll ask for things over and over again. 
Luke 11, verse 5, And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves? For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are in bed with me. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. This is one of many parables that Jesus gives basically telling people, be annoying. Okay, Your kids do that around this time of year. They will ask for things until it's driving you crazy. And did you know God told us to do the same thing with Him? With prayer? He wants us to bug Him. But many people don't. I asked one time and I didn't get what I wanted, so I quit. You know, I tried prayer one time and it didn't work. Well, you know what? Why don't you try again? Why don't you keep trying? You know, that's what kids do. Your kids, when they came to you and they asked you for something the first time, did they never ask again because you told them no? But you do that with the Lord. You know, people all the time, I tried going to church. I went one time and it didn't do nothing for me. Well, you know what? Go try again. Keep trying. Keep asking. Become like a little child. That's what the Bible says over and over again. And unfortunately, many people, they do. They just have, they have too much pride. Not willing to humble themselves as a little child. So not only should we be that way uh, as a child, you know, when it comes to having the faith of a child, but we ought to have the excitement of a child. You know, children this time of year, they share their expectations and excitement with everyone. They tell everybody, you know, they, they like to talk about what they think they're going to get for Christmas. Boy, they, they're, they're excited about it. And you know, we ought to talk about the thing that whenever we pray for something, we ought to be talking about it and just already excited that, you know what, the Lord's probably going to answer our prayers. And if he doesn't, it's because he's got something better planned. I mean, that ought to be, we ought to be excited about these things, but people aren't, you know, they're devastated over everything. You know, children, they tell everyone what they got for Christmas. But many times, whenever our prayers are answered, we don't say anything. You know, it's amazing how many people, they'll come to church, they'll ask for prayer for something, you know, and it's always this life and death situation. And you'll see them a few weeks later, and obviously they didn't die, but you don't hear them praising God for the prayer that was answered. You know, unfortunately, many people, whether it comes to praying or praising God, it just depends on their emotions at that time. And it's funny how their emotions always are getting them to pray for things, but never to praise God. You obviously got through it. You obviously survived. You're still here. Why don't you praise God for those things? And you know what? Maybe that's another reason too. Many people, other people don't want to pray. They don't think it works. They see you try it and it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it worked, but maybe it did and you just didn't tell anyone. So be like kids. Boy, they tell everybody what they got for Christmas. They can't wait to see their friends so they can tell them what they got for Christmas. You know, they want to show everybody, you know, and then kids after Christmas, they immediately look forward to next year. I mean, my, my kids have done that the next day after Christmas. Oh, 364 days till Christmas. You know, it, they want to start counting down already. And I'm telling you, we ought to be the same way. 
we ought to be excited about the things of God. We ought to be anxious to see what God's going to do next. Boy, you know, whenever God blesses you, you know, be thrilled, praise Him for it, and then get excited because you know what? There's probably going to be more. I tell you, the Lord, He's blessed at our church. I'm excited every time I come to church. I never know, I don't ever know what to expect, but I always believe that God is going to do something. I mean, we've been praying at our church. We, you know, we go out, we invite people. We're doing all the things that we believe we're supposed to do. And so I do, I come to church expecting God to do something. I, re, I really do. I expect to see people get saved. I expect to see lives changed. Why? Because I've asked God for it. I ask Him all the time. Do I get what I want every time? Do I get what I want when I want it? Absolutely not. But, boy, when He does come through, it's always exciting. And I'm anxious to see what He does next. We've received a lot of great blessings this year. 2015, it's been a great year at our church. And I'm just, I am really excited about 2016. And I, I'm being completely honest with you. And you know what? I'm going to keep praying and I'm going to keep asking God to do things. So, you know, have that faith of a little child. Have that excitement of a little child. And you know what else? Why don't you go ahead and have the curiosity of a child? You know what kids do? They all wonder what they're going to get for Christmas. Boy, they'll look at those presents. They'll, you know, hold them. They'll shake them. They'll feel them up. They'll try to figure out, you know, try to figure out what it's going to be. They look for little clues and things. You know, my kids, they've already been studying their presents and uh, noticed that some of the paper my wife wrapped one of the presents and you can see through it and they've already seen what one of their presents is. And then there's another one. You look at the very bottom of it. There is something exposed. They've already figured out a couple of their presents. And you know, you know, kids are going to be curious because they're excited. They're going to look for those clues. They're going to ask questions. They're going to see if you will give them hints. And you know what? There are some things that God has not revealed to us yet. But you know what? He gives us some clues in the Scriptures that get us curious. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with looking into those things and making some guesses. We know that one of these days, Jesus Christ is going to return. And you know, the Bible does say, no man knows the day or the hour but you know what? I'm still looking. I'm still paying attention. I, I can't wait until he returns. The Bible tells us some of the signs that are going to be before he comes. It tells us about some things that are going to happen before he returns. And I'm telling you, I'm watching those things like a hawk. I mean, I pay attention to what's going on in the news. I, I try to see, uh, you know, I, I study the Bible on this subject all the time. Why? Because I'm excited. And you might think, oh, it's not for you to know right now. Maybe not, but I'm still going to look. I'm still going to try to peek. I'm still going to, I might even make some guesses. I've, I've guessed before. I've never claimed to know when the Lord was going to return, when everything was going to get started, but I've made some guesses before. You know why? Because I'm excited. I'm excited about the return of Christ. I'm excited about the things that He's promised me. I'm excited about what's coming ahead. You know, I don't know what God is going to do next at Liberty Baptist Church. But I'm I'm always watching. I'm always expecting something to happen. And I'm all, I'm always looking for those clues because I believe that the Lord I believe the Lord wants to bless me. I believe the Lord wants me to be happy. I believe he wants to bless Liberty Baptist Church. 
I believe he wants to do great things. And so, you know, I'm, I'm always looking. I'm always watching. I'm always checking. Hey, am, am, I, am I doing everything right? Are we, you know, operating our church in a way that pleases and honors God, in a way that's biblical? And we're constantly studying the Scriptures, constantly trying to learn more from His Word, trying to figure out what we can do to be better Christians because we just we believe that God's going to do something. And I'm telling you, the excitement, it just doesn't go away. And even after it's done, you just want to see it again. Every time I see someone get saved, it's exciting. And you know what? I want to see it again. You don't get sick of things like that. You don't get bored with things like that. And just understand that Jesus Christ, He wants to do great things in your life. He wants to save you. But you're never going to get saved unless you have that faith as a little child. Our, our, the Bible and the plan of salvation, it's been mocked, it's been ridiculed since the time of Christ because of the simplicity of it. And you know what? We're not going to try to complicate it just to please people because it won't work. Jesus said you have to come as a little child. And I hope you'll do that. I want you to watch your children, watch your grandchildren this year as they get all excited about Christmas. And as you see just the excitement, the hope, as they ask for things. You know, I challenge you, you go go ask your kids what they want for Christmas. And they are going to probably rattle off things real quick expecting to get it. Why don't you do the same thing with Christ? Why don't you ask him, you know, for ask him not just for things, you know, ask him to do things in your life. Ask the Lord to use you. Many times we don't ask for these things because we're afraid that God will answer it. You know, ask God to show you the truth. Go to the Bible. Every I tell you, I'm excited every time I read the Bible because I believe the Lord wants to teach me things. I believe he wants to show me something. And if you go into the Word of God and you do it with the heart that, you know, Lord, whatever I learn, I'm going to follow it. I'm going to obey it. He will show you things. I can guarantee it. And it ought to excite you. It ought to thrill you. And so I hope this year, during this Christmas season, I hope you will have that faith that you'll continue to be that way throughout the rest of the year with a faith, excitement, the curiosity of a little child, a faith and hope in Jesus Christ. And if you're not saved today, maybe you've been trusting in your good works. You're not good enough. There is none righteous, no, not one. I don't care how long you've been going to church. I don't care what good things you've done. You need to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ and just ask Him. Just ask Him, Lord, please forgive me my sins. Lord, give me that gift of salvation. And He will do it. I can promise you that. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope this was a help to you. And once again, I hope everyone has a very Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to the message this morning by Pastor Tommy McMurtry of Liberty Baptist Church in Rock Falls. We hope you were blessed and invite you to tune in next Sunday at 9.30 a.m. as Pastor Tommy brings you more truths from God's Holy Word. For more information about Liberty Baptist Church, visit their website at experience-liberty.com or you can email them at libertybc2011 at att.net.